Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Welcome to the Rain Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle. It is kind of a rainy day in here, but absolutely gorgeous fall, winterish weather. It's not too cold. It's clear. Well, kind of clear, you could say. The sun's trying to break through. Although Eric's already disagreeing with me. We have, we have very different perceptions on weather, but it is really quite lovely today because it's not freezing cold and it's not raining. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's all right. It's uh, December. Yeah, it's December. <laughs> and yeah. so for for December, this is really good weather, I think. It really is. So I, I'm not complaining. Me neither. I love it. I'm, it's so nice. So yesterday I was at a coffee shop because Alyssa and I, when we have a few hours in between clients uh, and we have some, you know, like writing work to do, which is like constantly, uh, we go to a coffee shop. And so we're at a coffee shop and she had to get on Amazon.com to check out some bio information for um, a bookstore in Bellingham that I'll be doing a book signing in, in April. And we saw that the book is already available pr- for pre-sale. I about fell over. Cool. Literally. Yeah, literally. So um, the book, um, Intuitive Self-Healing, and also my six-CD lesson program, How to Communicate with Your Spirit Guides, is available for pre-sale on Amazon.com now. Oh, my gosh. I, I think that means they could be Christmas gifts. I, oh, Merry Christmas. Or they, Hanukkah gifts. Or Hanukkah. They, they won't ship out, actually, till February 28th, yeah, so but it's pre they, they could print up a, Absolutely. a page that says, Put it in there. You're going to be one of the first people to get Marie's book. Oh, yeah. So that was just lovely. Um, they have the picture of the cover of the book there, not the, the cover of the CD, but it's beautiful. They were designed by the same um, graphic artist, it sounds true. So, oh my gosh, kind of exciting. Made me fall off my chair. Um, today, I think all of you are going to be very excited because we're interviewing one of our favorite guests, Christopher Renstrom. He is an astrologer in Utah. And of course, one of the most fabulous things about having Christopher on the show is he's going to come to Seattle at the end of February, February 25th and 26th. He's teaching a beginner astrology class here in Seattle. I am not teaching with him. People keep asking me that. No, I'm going to be a student of astrology because I really am a student of astrology. So he'll be here teaching a workshop. It's lovely. Christopher uh, Renstrom, his vision of an online interactive astrology magazine is his website, rulingplanets.com. It is based on his book, Ruling Planets, a lovely book with gorgeous, beautiful, colorful illustrations. Kind of a big book, actually, which was first published by HarperCollins in 2002 and was sold over 50,000 copies to date. Renstrom has been practicing astrology since 1985. He created the horoscope column for Allure magazine. His Renstrom horoscopes are carried on Verizon, Sprint, Altel, and he conceived and developed Ask the Astrologer for LifetimeTV.com. That's how I found you, Christopher. <laughs> really? Um, Renstrom currently writes the daily horoscope for the San Francisco Chronicle, SFGate.com, and his Ask the Astrologer feature now appears in Catalyst magazine as well on RollingPlanets.com. So welcome to the show again. Thank you. Thank you. And I have happily pre-ordered your book and cannot wait. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited to read it. Oh, thank you. I saw that on Facebook. That was so sweet of you. That was very kind of you. So thank you. I, I hope you enjoy it. You'll have to let me know. Oh, I know. I will. Yeah, you will. Because, you know, um, our listeners don't know this, but I picked the very first cover that Sounds True sent to me for the book. And so I actually sent you a PDF of it so you could tell me what you thought. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. so I, I appreciate that you've been a part of this from, from you know, uh, some conception time period. So I appreciate that. How, how's oh. Utah? You guys probably have a ton of snow. Uh, no, we don't have a ton of snow. We have a ton of inversion, which is something uh-huh. that comes on in, and it's very, it's a very uh, particular phenomenon to the city. <laughs> uh, it's it's kind of this strange fog uh, weather front that sort of captures things in the air or whatever. That uh, mm. it's, it's specific to Salt Lake, but anyway, we have one of those going on. But it's a nice chill, and uh, we're looking forward to a beautiful, beautiful winter. Oh, lovely, lovely. Well, we're so happy you could take time out of your very busy day, because you said when we were, right before we went live, is that you are busy, busy, busy with your predictions for 2012. 
this is always a big crunch time for uh, the RulingPlanets.com website because uh, this is when I'm putting together all of the uh, predictions for each one of the signs on RulingPlanets.com, and that will be available January 1. Even the dogs uh, are excited. I know, they sure are. (laughs) (laughs) That's my dog, Zoe. She's an Anatolian shepherd. (laughs) Aww. And so, because I'm actually a subscriber to your website, and that's what people can do. They can subscribe and read updates, and I guess get now predictions for 2012. (gasps) Oh, well, they will be getting January 1, but uh, when you subscribe to Uh RulingPlanet.com, you have access to the feature called Ask the Astrologer. Yeah, I love that. Uh, You get uh, part of your subscription. You get to ask one question a month, and I will answer it. And uh, you get ruling planet updates. Uh, Astrologers use the ruling planet, not the zodiac sign, but the ruling planet in order to tell time and to do predictions. And so since your planet is always in motion, you want to keep up with where it is in the sky. And that's also one of the many features on the website. Yeah, it's a great feature. If you ever want to get to know more about Christopher, you can just go to the website and read some of the beautiful answers he gives. I mean, it's it's truly amazing. Really, oh, thank quite you so stunning. much for yeah. saying that. Well, I, I, I love that feature. It's very oh. very important. And to you're me. So, very close to my heart. Well, I can tell because you're so detailed. I mean, and man, you gave a really big answer. I'm like, you must be up late at night answering these questions. <laughs> I think in a past life I was like some uh, monk in a in a, in a uh, doing illuminated manuscripts or something in the 13th century. Oh, that's funny! I'm sure that's true, actually. And, and and although yes, of course, it's the the planets, the ruling planets. A lot of astrologers don't speak in that language. You know, I right. mean, you're really the first one that has spoken to me in that language, which has made me a lot. You know, like. I, my planet is Mars, and my, all my assistants have been Scorpios, which is so interesting. And you pointed out, well, that's one of the planets for Scorpios. Exactly. And that's why uh, we get along. Yeah, Mars rules two signs, which is uh, Aries and Scorpio. And uh, oftentimes the closest pairings are between people who are either born under the same sign or the same ruling planet. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I just find that fascinating. Um, absolutely fascinating. And you're going to teach a lot about that in yes. the weekend workshop that you're going to be here in Seattle, um, yes. February 25th and 26th. And you can go to my website or Christopher's website and find out all about it and register for the class. We'd love to see you. I, I think this is going to be a full class. So, um, Well, I, I, and, and I'm so looking forward to it. It's, it's designed for people who are interested in astrology, but your eyes start glazing over once it starts getting too technical. <laughs> yeah. So it's very people-friendly. Yay! Okay, that would be most everybody on the planet. I think so. Uh, yeah, you know, and it's funny because I've I've taken a class once before, and Alyssa and I weren't looking at like it wasn't your class, it was a different class. All this stuff, and we got it in the moment, but then a couple of days later, like, um, yeah, what what was that again? You know, it right. just couldn't stay in our brains. You know, we tried really hard, but it was just a little challenging. Uh, right. It, it, uh, it's well, it's thirty five hundred years of history. So. Uh, it's a lot, a lot. Well, I love your teaching style. I love the way you talk you. to your clients and, of course, to our callers. And we have callers already. So, Eric, why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? Let's do it. Let's talk to Jane in Dallas. Hi, Jane. Hello. Whoa, whoa. Oh. Let, let's do it now. Okay. Hi, Jane. <laughs> Sorry. Hello? Jane? Hello. Hi. Hi. You're, oh. you're on the air with Christopher Renstrom. Oh, I just want to say I'm incredibly excited. This is the first time that I've called in to your show because I usually have a conflict at this time, but I um, really enjoy listening to Christopher oh, on wow. the show. Thank you. And Thank um, you. I can tell you that um, everything you're saying about his website is absolutely true. His answers are so detailed and great. So I just wanted to ask to get if I could get a general outlook on 2012 for me. Right. Okay. Um, I was given your birth date, and 2012 for you is going to be uh, very intriguing. Um, I think that what uh, a lot of the focus looks like, it will be pretty much in the first six uh, months, particularly the first quarter of 2012, uh, from about January 23rd to April 13th. 
this is going to be a very important time for you, um, and it's actually going to be an important time for people born under the astrological sign of Virgo. Wow. Um, the reason why I'm focusing on this with you, Jane, is because one of your ruling planets, Uranus, the planet of revolution and change, you were born when it was at 8 degrees Virgo, and that falls within Mars's uh, long retrograde that it will be doing in the zodiac sign of Virgo uh, from January 23rd to April 13th. This may bring up issues of health. Uh, this may bring up issues of employment. Um, it certainly is going to bring up ideas of where you want to be going in life and what is the best way to go after um, the things that you want so you feel like you're really utilizing all of your skills and talents to the best of, of their abilities. A retrograde motion refers to a backwards motion in the sky, so there could be difficulties or conflicts during this period of time, particularly uh, perhaps with men. Um, but this isn't something that's going to daunt you or, or, or bully you. What it's going to do is that it's going to test your resolve, and it's going to test your discipline, and it's going to test your commitment to really seeing um, ambitions through to their fullest fullest realization. Um, it's also going to be about ownership. It's also going to be about ownership of maybe property and things, but it's also going to be ownership of the, of the work that you do, of, of the accomplishments that you're most proud of. So if there has been in the, uh, if there have been situations in the past where, you know, you've had to be in someone else's shadow or an assistant or behind the scenes, that will no longer be the case by the time that we get into April of 2012. Uh, you'll be much more more uh, visible, much more recognized, and I would see uh, reaping the true benefits of all the hard work that you do. Awesome. Thank you so much. Wonderful. Thank you so much for calling in. And you're we welcome. Ho- we, we hope you're having a beautiful day in Texas. Oh, um, it's rainy here, too. <laughs> ah, ah, well, happy holidays to you, and I agree with you about Christopher's site. It's so fun to even read the questions and answers. I'm always fascinated by them. Yes, I am, too. Thanks again for taking my call. Sure. Good luck. Thank you. We're going to take a break here on the Marie Menu Cherry Show. We are live with Christopher Renstrom, an astrologer and the author of RulingPlanets.com. We'll be right back. Have you been thinking about heading down a healthier path but aren't quite sure where to begin? Marie has a set of DVDs that can help steer you in the right direction with wisdom, insight, and a dash of humor. The Healing From Within series imparts practical tools you can easily use to expand personal health. Marie collaborated with frequent radio guest and naturopath Dr. Sheila Dunmerit to produce four DVDs that include detoxification, heart health, brain health, and hormones. The DVD series can be purchased online at energyintuitive.com or by calling 425-825-5671. Nowadays, you can go to just about any astrology website, type in your birth information, and download your chart. That's great, but how many of us know how to read it? Christopher Renstrom has created a course targeted for the person who's interested in astrology, but whose eyes glaze over whenever things start to get too technical and wordy. Join Christopher at his Beginning Astrology Weekend Workshop, February 25th and 26th, at the Courtyard on Lake Union. This class is perfect for those interested in learning about astrology, or perhaps even in becoming astrologers themselves one day. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. There's an exciting new astrology hour, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. with Deborah Silverman. Deborah's unique blend of psychology and astrology turns planetary language into plain English. Join us for an interactive hour that's guaranteed to give you personal insights in a fun and entertaining way. Tune in to Deborah Silverman Live. Whatever your life question, marriage, job, family, relocation, or just curiosity, call for a live reading Tuesdays at 5 p.m. And visit Deborah's website at DebraSilvermanAstrology.com. No, you're not alone. And it's not just you. The things you're experiencing are actually being felt around the world, and there is something you can do about it. Tune in for It's Not Just You with Lorelai Spiegelman, Susan Wayman, and Siobhan Mitchell, three professional women of wisdom who compare current events and how they offer you insight into your own personal world. Monday morning at 9 a.m.
Body, Mind, and Spirit. Alternative Talk 1150 covers it all. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live here in Seattle. You can also listen to us on the web pretty much anywhere in the world. You can go to energyintuitive.com or you can go to KKNW's website, which is 1150kknw.com. How exciting. That's lovely. And of course, we have lovely Christopher Renstrom. He's on the air with us live today from Utah. He's an astrologer, celebrated astrologer. In fact, don't you have a big gig coming up? I mean, you've got a lot of speaking engagements coming up in next year and you've got like a very prestigious one coming up too, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it's the one, it's the uh, International Astrology Conference in New Orleans, <sighs> um, which, which I'm super duper excited about. Um, my, my background, my specialty is actually lecturing on the history of astrology in the United States of America. Wow. And uh, that's actually an area that's kind of been neglected. And uh, so basically what I do is sort of introduce astrologers here in America to their own history. And this lecture will be on uh, psychological astrology, Ooh. which is a purely American contribution to the huh. field of astrology. Wow. And I'm going to show them how that came about. Wow. Okay, what month are you going to be in New Orleans? Oh, good question. I think it's May. <laughs> okay, no, I understand. <laughs> so many, I, I'm, I'm doing so much lecturing around I'm like, I think it's May. I think it's May. No, I totally understand. When people ask me, I just look at Alyssa and then she tells them because I can't remember what I'm doing, you know, a year from now. But no, because maybe well, I I'll come. I look at Wendy, who's so amazing. I know. I know. I know when you're busy, you have to have a good assistant. Isn't that true? Well, Wendy is beyond good assistant. She's <laughs> like <laughs> the moral fiber, the support Aww. system, the person in the corner, the person Aww. you always want on your side. She's Aww. amazing. Well, happy holidays to Wendy, and yeah. we're very grateful you have her in your corner. That's lovely. Me too. It's <laughs> lovely. So who do we have um, on the phone lines now, Eric? Now we're going to talk to Colleen in West Seattle. Hi, Colleen. Oh, hi. I'm sorry. I didn't hear the first part. Thank you so much for taking my call. Um, I, I'm calling um, mostly about business, uh, you know, for the coming year and success of uh, my business. Um, uh-huh. that's, and that's primarily what I'm looking for right now. Terrific. Okay. Well, when I look at your planets, Colleen, for the uh, birth date that you gave me, it looks like things, um, I believe it's in business, uh, but generally, but I believe it would probably be in business. It looks like things are heading towards a crucial crossroads uh, for you, uh, where you may have to make a very, very big decision about either do you stay or do you go, or do you reinvest, or do you reconstruct, um, you know, in vis-a-vis in regards to this business. This might be something that um, could also be a family affair. I have to throw that out as a possibility, but I'm going to take it with the business because that's what you're asking about. This might have been something that you've been under or dealing with since uh, the since last July. But in any case, what I do see uh, for you are two very important times. Uh, the first one uh, will be uh, on January 19th to February 7th of 2012. And this is when you will feel like you reach a crossroads where you have to make a very, very big decision. But I need to tell you something. You're not going to be making that big decision at this time. So what I need to map out for you is that you will feel like you have to make a big decision. Circumstances or whatever may be pressuring you to make this decision, but you will not be making this decision at this time. Uh, And that is because it is a critical degree, which is why it's going to feel so very intense, and because Saturn will be turning retrograde at that critical degree. Saturn is the planet of time, so when it turns retrograde, its message is a very simple one. This is not the right time. That's Mm. simply what it's going to be saying. Um, So it will not be the right time for you to make that decision. The right time for you to make that decision about the future of your business will be around June 25th. This follows a very important eclipse involving your other ruling planet, Saturn and Sagittarius, and you will have much more solid information around June 25th of 2012 about how you want to proceed with your business. And my suspicion is that it's going to be much more encouraging than the way that things look this January. Oh, okay. But that's so, good. So basically, I'm going to feel the pressure to make a decision <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> in January, but I, I need to hold off. 
Yeah. yeah, and and if that makes any sort of sense to you, that's a very difficult thing for us to wrap our minds around in our society these days because everything is so sped up and it's so up to the minute and these are the circumstances and, you know, we have a point-click relationship to decision-making. But when we're dealing with astrology, astrology is all about time. And so when you have a retrograde that's this crucial and so specific to your horoscope, <laughs> then basically what it's saying is, you know, you're going to feel like it, that's not going to be the right time. The right time will be in, in later June, the closer we get into the astrological sign of cancer. Mm-hmm. So does it, um, and thank you for that. So, so is it, as far as the business is concerned, and you kind of talking about coming to a critical mass as, as far as decision-making, and this sure. all makes sense, by the way, to me. Oh, oh good. Okay. <laughs> and it is business-related, um, is that um, I, as far as the business prospering, because it, ha- it has been challenging, we've had, yeah. it's kind of been a roller coaster, so what does that, is that part of this? Yes, it is. You you are an Aquarius, so you're one of the uh, few people who have two ruling planets. So you basically have to obey or follow both planetary energies, <laughs> and they don't always line up or coincide. So that can it's my quick way of explaining for Aquarians why they have this sort of in sync out of sync quality that goes on with their lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, this oh. is a year in which both planets are working in synchronization, and what we're talking about here is an eclipse point which takes place at about May. 20th of this year, and that is the point, uh, that is a life changer or course rectifier, and that's going to impact your business very strongly, and my suspicion is for the good, that it's going to be, uh, that it's going to be much more positive. Okay, wonderful. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Wonderful. That, that's lovely. So, so Aquarius, because we've had two Aquarian people call in already, Right. Um, and work-related type questions. So are Aquarian people kind of going into a, a reassessment of their businesses, perhaps? Well, uh, for a lot of people um, who just casting a quick glance at, mm-hmm. at the charts for a lot of the Aquarians calling in, the ruling, one of the ruling planets is, uh, whether it's Saturn or Uranus, are in signs that are being affected by the eclipse this year. Uh, eclipse cycles run through pairs of planets every two years. I know that sounds it sounds like something I swore I would never do, <laughs> which is like a statement that would make eyes glaze over. But, but in essence, there's a very strong eclipse energy that's rolling through this section of the zodiac, so I'm not surprised at all that there would be a lot of questions dealing wow. with that, particularly from Aquarians. Wow, wow. So, Eric, who do we have next on the line? Right now, we're going to talk to Marjorie in Seattle. Hi, Marie. Hi, Christopher. Wow. Hi, Marjorie. How are you today? Okay. So, I was hoping you could tell me anything that's coming down the pike, and I'm looking for any good news. And what, what sign is Marjorie? Just for all of our listening audience, um, so that they might kind of tune in, too, if they happen to be the same Marjorie, sign. I believe you're uh, a Taurus? That's correct. Ah, okay. And can I, ha- can I uh, hear your question again? Because I, I love hearing questions repeated over and over again. <laughs> I just wanted to know what you could tell me about what's coming down pike, you know, in the future for me, and I'm, I'm just looking for any good news. Okay. Um, we have some, I have a couple of interesting points to make uh, for you right off the bat. Um, this past year may actually be, whether you believe it or not, winding up on a positive note. Uh, you may not really feel that way. You might not feel like things are really secure or stable, but you have had Jupiter uh, moving through your astrological sign since June, and I'm talking, I'm referencing 2011, and this might have uh, begun to bring a feeling of stability and security back into your life, uh, where you may feel like you're back on solid ground for the first time in a while. However, because of its retrograde, uh, there's still a feeling of things being tentative or perhaps up in the air. And so even though you want to believe that everything is kind of back on solid ground again, uh, you've been through enough spins on the wild wheel of fortune uh, to know better and, and, and perhaps maybe where you are mood-wise is cautiously optimistic. Uh, What I'm very happy to report to you is that there will be an increased feeling of security and stability once we get into January, and that March of 2012 looks really, really wonderful for you being a Taurus. By the way, that also applies to all the Earth signs, so that 
the uh, March 11th or 12th through about the 20th of 2012 is a very good time for people born under Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. Uh, but for you, Marjorie, that should be a, an especially good time, particularly in terms of your personal life. I don't know um, whether you've been dating or if you're in a relationship or not or, or anything along those lines, but certainly uh, alterations or changes, new developments in your relationship life will become stronger uh, once we get into the month of June. Um, and this will become a period of time in which if things have kind of felt like they've plateaued in a relationship, the passion or the feelings will be rekindled. Um, or if you have been going through a period of time where you really haven't felt connected, uh, you will go on this kind of what I would like to describe to you as a marvelous misadventure. Um, you may meet someone and you may be wondering why and what's going on here and all sorts of things. And, and friends might be like, what are you doing with your life? And, and, and all these sorts of things. But it's this kind of one of those adventures that sort of change our perspective, that change the way that we look at our lives and ourselves, and the result of it uh, will be a fuller, uh, fuller heart and um, a, a very deep and true appreciation for love and for the things that you have in your life. And again, that feeling of, of increased stability when we get into late August and September of 2012. Well, that all sounds wonderful. Doesn't it? Oh, my gosh. It sounds great. I love that. Good good report. You know, happy moments throughout the year. Yes, I just like to have something positive to look forward to. Oh, wonderful. I appreciate that. Wonderful. That's terrific. I'm glad. Thank Thank you so much, Marjorie. Thank you. So we're going to take another break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We have Christopher Renstrom calling in from Utah. He will be in Seattle, though, on February 25th and 26th teaching a beginner astrology class. I will be sitting in the classroom taking notes myself and learning as much as I can. We'll be right back. Nowadays, you can go to just about any astrology website, type in your birth information, and download your chart. That's great, but how many of us know how to read it? Christopher Renstrom has created a course targeted for the person who's interested in astrology, but whose eyes glaze over whenever things start to get too technical and wordy. Join Christopher at his Beginning Astrology Weekend Workshop, February 25th and 26th, at the Courtyard on Lake Union. This class is perfect for those interested in learning about astrology, or perhaps even in becoming astrologers themselves one day. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call. 425-825-5671. Hi, this is Adam Seward. Join me for an afternoon of presence. Awaken life every Monday at 3 p.m. here on Alternative Talk, 1150. For more info, go to www.embracingsilence.com. Are you new to the fields of energy medicine, Reiki, or subtle energy therapies? Are you looking for a mentor or for insight and guidance into your health or destiny or for connecting with a loved one on the other side? Travis Taylor is described by other healers as a soul whisperer who nourishes the spirit and enlightens the being. As an empath, energy intuitive, and clairvoyant medium, he offers individual sessions, classes, workshops, and mentoring programs that will improve your health and well-being, expand your consciousness, and cultivate your soul. For more information about Travis and his upcoming events, please visit empathichealing.com. That's empathic healing.com be well are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life marie offers a variety of cds to help you do just that get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system these cds and more are available through marie's website at energyintuitive.com For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. Feed your mind and your body and spirit will follow. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Marie Menu Cherry Show. I've had good news today. Of course, we have lovely astrologer Christopher Renstrom on the phone from Utah giving readings and preparing us for our class this spring. I'm so excited. But also, you can pre-order my book and my six-CD um, learnings 
series on Amazon.com, which is very exciting. Uh, I talked about it at the beginning of the hour. I literally almost fell off my chair at the coffee shop because I wasn't expecting it. You know, I think publishers, they just they follow along their thing like, OK, yeah, now this goes up on the website. And maybe they were going to tell me tomorrow. Who knows? I don't know. But <laughs> but I found out unexpectedly. And, um, and and for those of you who follow me on Facebook, you know that I'm a little addicted to Facebook. Um, I love Twitter and Facebook. I love social media. I have no idea why. But I do. So, yeah, I, I wrote about it on Facebook and and lovely people have written really beautiful comments. So um, if you want to see what the cover of the book looks like, you can see it on Amazon.com. So who do we have now? Now we're going to talk to Anna in Bellevue. Great. Hi, Anna. Hi. Thank you so much for taking my call. Sure. Um, I am. I feel really lucky that I got through. Um, I would love to know anything about um, business and career that you can tell me. And I love what the earlier caller, um, Marjorie, said about looking for good news. I feel that way, too. <laughs> <laughs> we are all looking for good news, yes. Anna. <laughs> well, I'm happy to report that actually you're coming into a, a good news period of time as well. Um I would have expected that there were um, a lot of very interesting developments last spring to about, and I'm talking, I'm invoking here the spring of 2011 to about maybe uh, May or June uh, 2011. Uh, There might have been a lot of um, interesting, uh, perhaps even unexpected developments in terms of your personal life and also particularly in terms of your career. Um, What I'm looking at here is a very interesting uh, conjunction between two planets in which uh, one of them is all about riding the brake and the other one of them is all about pushing the pedal to the metal. And this may be something which might make some sort of sense to you in terms of your career, that either, you know, there's this feeling that things are just going too impossibly slow and they're never going to get anywhere. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're lurching forward and careening down, you know, the other side of a, of a hill here wondering, oh, my goodness, where am I going? Uh-huh. Um, if that makes any sort of sense to you. Yeah, yeah, it does. Okay, well, the writing the break part is what you've been under since about June or July of last year. Okay, so a situation might have been resolved or it might have been taken care of, kind of, you know, kind of (laughs) in a sort of certain way. And there I'm implying it might have been like a short-term measure or it might have been a holdover, you know, or you might have been brought into cover for something but with no real assurances or guarantees. Um, And that would have been the story up until about, oh, say, maybe October, November of this year. Uh, What's starting to happen now is that there's kind of like glimpses of a future, of like where things could go, but there's nothing that's um, on paper. There's nothing that's been uh, concretized. I don't know. Am I making up an English word here? Nothing that's been made firm or clear or definite. It will, though, however, be once we get into January and... uh, Uh, mid-January and February of next year, uh, that's when you're going to feel more like you're moving forward into your career. And then that March period, I hope you wrote down for yourself, I know that you're not an Earth sign, but your ruling planet is in an Earth sign. It's in Taurus. Mm -hmm. So that March 11 to 20 period is going to be very strong for you. Mm -hmm. So that once we get into late April and May, that should actually be a wonderful time for you in terms of career and finances. Mm. Okay, now I just find that so fascinating Fascinating because Anna is actually an Aries, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, and but her ruling planet is Mars, but it's in the sign of Taurus. Taurus. See, that is just so fascinating. So you get to benefit from all this lovely Earth energy that's going to be occurring next year. I know, that's such good news. Yay. Oh, my gosh. So exciting. <laughs> I know, because you probably had your fill of the fire energy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for calling in. Oh, thank you so much for the reading, and thanks to both of you. I love both of your work. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, have a great day. You do too. So, before we go, you know, directly to the phone lines, I just want to ask you a few questions, Christopher. So, how is Barack Obama doing for the elections next year? Oh, it's going to be a cakewalk. He's going to have no problem getting elected. He'll be fine. Oh, I'm so excited. (laughs) Well, you you know, we we look at who the Republicans keep kind of showing up, and yeah, it's just not looking so good. And I'm not a Republican. 
the but Republicans if, couldn't have done him a bigger favor than this <laughs> right. lineup. <laughs> right, right, yes. Yeah. So, so I'm actually thanking them very much for not figuring this out um, and in this timely situation here. So I'm really happy. And 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 what do you think about Barack Obama's performance in, in his second term? You know, uh, what do you think is going to happen, or do you have some insight about that? Well, he's interesting because he's a Saturn uh, sign rising, so his starts are slow. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he picks up later on. Mm-hmm. And I think that that was in evidence with uh, his campaign. And uh, I see no reason why that wouldn't apply to his same uh, performance there in office with the presidency. The man inherited an insane situation, you know, yeah. and... <laughs> I'm sorry. I, uh, you know, I, I think FD, FDR got four terms. Okay? Right, right. <laughs> to sort of put together. To fix to it all. Together, <laughs> right. yeah. This man has to do it in two. Right. And, um, you know, so it's really been, it's really been extraordinary. And, um, you know, but he is a Leo. He's born under the uh, sun. That mm-hmm. is his ruling planet. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he goes with the force of his personality. And wow. uh, that's something that's, that's very, very strong. Uh, the fixity which comes with Leo, that that perseverance in the face of no matter how staggering the odds or circumstances are going to be, that's something that's very clearly evidenced in him. And it's also evidenced in someone who has both of her ruling planets in Leo, and that would be Hillary Rodham Clinton. Wow. Uh, which is, you know, these are people who will go the distance and they will get the results that they want come hell or high water. And Oftentimes with horoscopes like that, there's a lot of hell and there's a lot of high water (laughs) on the way to their destination. Well, you know, I always thought that his first term was going to be a wash. You know, I I figured he wouldn't get a lot accomplished. It was going to be very difficult. I was just so grateful that an African-American person became our president. I mean, I was just so proud of us as Americans that we are becoming... uh, more uh, evolved is the way I would right. describe it. Right. And and I figured, you know, that last term, if he would be blessed enough to be elected, and I'm so happy that you um, feel that he will be, that, you know, he's going to pull out all the stops because then it's kind of done. You know, he can't, he's not going to be able to have a third term anyway, at least right mm-hmm. away, if he ever, ever gets to do that. So, um, yeah. I, I'm, what about the health care plan? Do you think that that will finally come into effect? Yes, it will. Yes, it will. Um, Well, and again, uh, what's fascinating is that the health care plan was uh, originally voted in uh, during the time that Mars was retrograde in Leo, which is Barack Obama's sign, and a retrograde will be a delayed reaction, Uh, but it was voted in uh, right when it came out of retrograde. And now Mars is going retrograde in Virgo, which is the astrological sign of health. So in essence, what that can mean from an astrologer's point of view is that it sort of picks up where the energy had left off before. So we can actually look for March and April to see uh, breakthroughs or or application of the health plan. Yay, I'm so excited. That's wonderful. Why don't we go ahead and go back to the phone lines and let Christopher answer some more people's questions. All right, let's talk to Anna in Bellevue. Or I think we already talked to you, yeah, and I'm sorry about that. Okay. Let's talk to Alana in Chicago. Wonderful. I knew it started with an A. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is Alana. Hi, Marie and Christopher. How are you? Fine. How are you, Alana? Oh, just fine. Thank you. I, Christopher, I was wondering if um, you see anything in the next 60 days as far as a, uh, something looking like it might produce a job for me. Okay. The next, how, what kind of time frame are you giving me again? Well, I was I was wondering um, uh, in the next sixty days if anything looks promising. Okay, sixty days gives me two months, doesn't it? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm an astrologer, but unfortunately, I can sometimes be count challenged. But <laughs> um, Alana, does February third fall in, within your rubric of sixty days? I would say so. Yeah. Yes. Okay, February 3rd is a wonderful day for Pisces. Um, February 3rd marks the return of Neptune to its own sign. Neptune is one of the planetary rulers of Pisces. Neptune returns to Pisces after having been away for 156 or 158 years. That's how long it took Neptune to go through all 12 signs of the zodiac to arrive again um, in the astrological sign of Pisces. 
this is good news for Pisceans everywhere because one is you are at your peak. You are at your strongest when the ruling planet is actually in your own astrological sign. Uh, to compare and contrast, hopefully to make a point, uh, the Leos get to enjoy this every year whenever the sun goes through the astrological sign of Leo, which would be roughly uh, July 22nd to about uh, August 19. Um, for Pisceans, they've had to wait well, 156 years, but hey, it came, it showed up. <laughs> what that means is that uh, Neptune in your sign is always positive news, so I would expect February 3rd around that time for you to uh, realize the aim that you've been targeting, and the other good news about that is that Neptune is in Pisces for 13 years. Wow. So you get 13 years of operating at performance peak. Wow. And I hate to interrupt, but isn't that good for everyone? Because Neptune is the home, or Pisces is at home with Neptune. I don't know the exact language. Isn't it's that good, good for, for everyone who's born under uh, uh, Pisces in particular? Oh. Yeah, because it's their own ruling planet, and it's their own ruling planet back in their own sign. Lovely. So this will be connected to a, a very strong surge of energy. Pisceans will feel like people finally understand the world that they've been living in since they were born. Yeah, because it's a lot of psychic energy, that oh, yeah. you know, it's been kind of like displaced for a little while. Uh, misplaced. Misplaced. Uh, <laughs> right. The back of the sock drawer. <laughs> <laughs> but it will be a feeling of finally, you know, instead of feeling so dissipated or operating at half energy, it will be a feeling of moving with the current of events. And Pisces also rules over streams of revenue. So oh. not only is it good for creativity, but it's also good for finances as well. Wow. Okay. That's a really good report. Okay. Thank you, Alana, so Thank much. You. Have a gorgeous right. day in Chicago. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Now we've got Karen from San Antonio on the line. Hi, Karen. Oh, hello. I'm sorry. Um, it's so great to talk to both. Christopher and Marie, thank you. I have been um, going through a lot of changes personally the last few months and expect yeah. to continue to. But what I really, really want to do is change my career amidst it all. So do you see any um, career hope in the next six months or so? Yes, I do. Um, the reason you um, were born under a retrograde ruling planet, and what can what that can mean is that although your ruling planet will always be in your corner, it will always fight its best fight on your behalf. When the planet is retrograde at the time of birth, its effects can be delayed. In other words, what comes easily to other people or quickly to other people uh, takes maybe twice as long uh, to appear in your life. And so that can sometimes give a feeling of, you know, what do you have to do already to get ahead in this world, <laughs> you know, sort of thing. Um, and, and that really is less a reflection of you and your capabilities and abilities, and it's really more a reflection of the way that time works in your life. And astrology is all about working with time in your life. You were born under a retrograde Jupiter uh, in Taurus. Now, this is really quite good because uh, Jupiter is the planet of good fortune, which is a very lovely thing, but it's also a planet of protection. Um, it provides protection uh, for the people born under it who might feel at risk in some sort of way. Right now, you're undergoing a Jupiter return, but because the Jupiter where it was when you were born was in the latter part of Taurus, you haven't really gained the full uh, feeling of that Jupiter return. Um, you might have gotten uh, hints of it since June of this year to about now, but then the planet turned retrograde. And again, I'm breaking my own rule about not getting astrologically <laughs> gobbledygooky. But the point is... You will have gotten glimpses of things kind of getting better, but again, it's kind of like a nightmare dream sequence where the hall gets longer and the mirrors multiply and you're just, you know, how do I get to the end? Well, that, that period is reserved really for the late April, May of next year. Um, and in fact, May is going to be very quick for you. Um, it will almost be as if someone had pulled taut a slingshot and they've let it go and now you as stone, are hurtling forward into space. So you will find yourself making many career decisions, lickety-split, one after the other. Um, 
but what's frustrating about this is it would have been nice to have been able to prepare before then <laughs> or, or to anticipate, but you're really not going to know until late April, and then it's going to be you're off and running. It's, it's, it's episode already in, 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 in process. Wow. Wow. Wow, yeah. Wonderful. So is that helpful, Karen? Yeah, it is helpful. That's, um, yeah, it's hopeful, too. So great. Oh, Thank you. Oh, wonderful. Oh, yeah. Jupiter and Taurus, it will not let you down. Believe oh. me, it will not let you down. It's very much in your corner. And, you know, there will always be, no matter how rough things get, there will always be a little something uh, that comes through to help you out, to sort of bide you over. And that's one of the lucky things that children of Jupiter, people born under Jupiter, that's Sagittarius and Pisces, that's one of the uh, things that really operates as the magic in their lives. I, I feel like that way. I feel like, you know, it's always going to be okay no matter what. So that's wow. great. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. So before we go to um, a few more callers, do you have a prediction that you haven't, like, shared with everyone yet for 2012 <laughs> that you want to share? Do I have a prediction? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the theme you know, it's, 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 you know, when you're sitting down and working out these predictions, it's always like, where do you go? What do you go with? And, and you sort of have to break it down with the planets and sort of try to understand the overall theme. Um, what's fascinating to me is that Neptune has returned to where it was in the sky at, at the time of its discovery. That's kind of the big thing uh, for 2012. And if you go back to um, 1848, yes. Uh, astrologers have to be historians. I know. There was an extraordinary um, wave of revolution and change that was going through Europe at the time, uh, where uh, conservative governments were being challenged and in some ways overthrown. Uh, this was going on in France, Italy, and Germany. And what I find fascinating is that it was referred to at the time as the springtime of nations. Um, and that idea of the spring, you know, the Arab Spring coming out of last year and this flavor of, you know, changing the social current, um, it's a very strong one. I was uh, not surprised to see the protesters on the face of the person of the year for Time Magazine for this year, because what Time, is, what Time Magazine has done is actually assign it to gestalt to, to, to a spirit of the time, a zeitgeist, which Neptune is connected to. So I think what we're going to be seeing a lot of are these uh, social reforms and changes. And the theme that really sort of appealed to me about 2012 is accountability, that, um, you know, the governed are going to be holding their governments accountable. They're going to be uh, insisting on accountability. Uh, it's a social contract that swings both ways. And um, so that's something that I think we're going to be seeing in the coming year. I think it's going to come up a lot in finances and businesses, and people are going to be held accountable. And there's going to be, you know, a very active and, and exciting discussion about, uh, you know, where governments will be going from here. Wonderful. Okay, I couldn't be happier about that. That's amazing. That's just wonderful. And let's go to the phone lines now, Eric. Who do we have? Okay. Uh, before we go to our next caller, uh, Christopher, I don't think I've given you the birth date for our next caller, so I want to okay. do that now. It's March 24th, 1956. Okay. And uh, it's Karen in Shoreline right now. Another Karen. Another Karen. I didn't make a mistake this time. No. We really have another yeah. Karen. Another Karen. <laughs> <laughs> and, hi there. Hello. How could this happen? Another Karen. <laughs> and guess what my question's about? Career. I know. Every <laughs> every person today has been about career. Every single one. That's okay, amazing. Okay, and how, how do you want to uh, phrase that question? Just career? Well, well, actually, I'm wondering if I'm on the right path. I think I'm going to go back into self-employment. And mm -hmm. I'm wondering if that is the best decision for me instead of seeking to, you know, do the traditional way. <laughs> I think self-employment is absolutely the best 
uh, way for you to go. And ownership of your business or what it is that you do is the best way for you to go. Looking up your planets, your ruling planet falls, uh, it's, it's Mars, and it falls in the zodiac sign of Capricorn. Capricorn's, uh, Capricorn's sun or Capricorn ruling planet is not content working for the man. Um, you know, they are happiest really when they're the ones in charge. Now that journey to taking charge, that journey to being your own boss can be a very long and drawn out kind of affair. And there may have been many years where you worked for other people and things like that. And that kind mm-hmm. of Capricorn energy where your Mars is posited is all about working out all the stuff that doesn't work before you can work out the stuff that really does. Um, I think that at this, this is something that's been um, a very strong priority probably since about June of 2011. You were thinking about it at the beginning of the year, but I think June or July 2011 is when it probably really uh, impacted you. And um, you're moving into a wonderful time to go ahead uh, with that. You need to be working for yourself. You need to be owning what it is that you do. Uh, Not only will that bring you the real security and stability that you crave, uh, but it also provides the the impetus and the motivation for you. You're born under Aries, so being motivated is very, very important. And not all the times are situations particularly motivating. So what could be more motivating than being in charge of whether you're going to get food on your own plate or not that night? That's very motivating. (laughs) And and that's something that people born under Aries really relate to. Um, (laughs) That that cutting edge, that that, that being hungry, that that going the distance. And so I see that as being a wonderful way for you to marshal your forces. And I think that by about this time next year, you're going to be very, very happy with what you've put together for yourself. Oh, great. Wonderful, Karen. That's fantastic news. So happy for you. Yes. And is there a particular time that it's best to start this, or will things just kind of naturally unfold? You know, naturally when you think about unfold, this. particular time, who are you talking to? Okay, <laughs> let's see. Um, your, strong, uh, your, your strong periods of time are going to always be, believe it or not, the Earth months. Okay. Okay. Because you have a lot of Earth energy in your horoscope. Uh-huh. Uh, so uh, whenever the sun is in Taurus, whenever the sun is in Virgo, and whenever the sun is in Capricorn, although I would not go for when the sun is going to be in Capricorn right now, simply because we have Jupiter coming out of retrograde, and that's going to you know, be all wonky when it comes to timing and things like that. But that means that the dates of April 21st to May 21st, August 24th to September 23rd, and December mm-hmm. 22nd to January 20th, but let's move that ahead to December 22nd, 2012 to January 20, 2013, are going to be very, very strong and powerful months for you. I also mm-hmm. want to very quickly reference May 20th uh, for you of 2012, because that should also be a very pivotal time for you. And um, what's more important than anything is just remember the more staggering the odds, because you're born under Mars, the more staggering the odds, the more triumphant your victory. So when you see the obstacle course get really difficult, uh, just remember that not only do you have what it takes, but that's the very thing that's going to push you over the finish line. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's get wonderful. Ready, huh? Yeah, that's really wonderful, Karen. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you very much for the reading. You're welcome, Karen. Have a great day. You do, too. Mm -hmm. So are all Aries like that? You know, know, because I look at my poor kids, and they're really not poor kids. They're lovely, but they're so ambitious. And I'm like, where do they get that from? And I I think they get it from me. Maybe. Yeah. And, and I'm, what I love is the way that Aries has such a blind spot when it comes to themselves <laughs> and this particular quality. It's really true. It's really I know, true. I know. It's, it, it always makes me laugh because they're always kind of like, am I really that driven? I never thought that way. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I think of myself at, at all. But if someone tells me that that's probably, you know, something's probably not going to happen in my life, I go, oh, my God, yeah, it will. You know, I mean, it's just like all, right. all of a sudden all my forces, not in an angry way, but like in a delicious, excited way on the on the racetrack so it's kind of funny oh aries responds 
very powerfully to a challenge. You know, <laughs> it responds very powerfully to. Not all the signs do that. You know, mm-hmm. a, there are signs that are much more about managing resources, or there are signs that are right. much more about forming relationships. You know, but Aries gives them a challenge. And boy, oh boy, you just lit a spark. (laughs) Well, Christopher, we love having you come on the show. Thank you so much again for a wonderful hour. Great predictions personally for individuals, but also globally for all of us in the U.S. And uh, maybe abroad, because if if things are going to have more integrity, uh, maybe that'll be worldwide, which would be fantastic. Oh, I think I think it absolutely will. And uh, we're at a wonderful place in our civilization to embark on that particular kind of adventure. We're in a really, uh, really terrific spot to do that. Uh, well, thank you so much and happy holidays. Have a wonderful time in Utah. And I get to see you in a few months here in Seattle. I know. I can't wait. Me neither. I get to give you a hug in person and listen to all of your beautiful teachings um, as I will be a student in your class as well. So oh, what, what a special privilege. Oh, thank it's you so much. Thank you. Thank Have a, you you're welcome. I'll talk to you soon, Christopher. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. And if you want to pre-order my book or my CD series, you can go to Amazon.com. You can actually see what the book cover looks like. Have a beautiful day. Until next week, joyful blessings. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.